Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello, English learners, and welcome back to the Level Up English podcast. It's so great to be back with you here again. And I should say right at the beginning here that you might notice that I sound a bit different today. Maybe my voice sounds a little bit deeper than normal. And I don't know if this is an improvement or, or not, but it's because I am sick at the moment. Unfortunately, I got sick. I think it's COVID, uh, sadly. And that's mainly because it's been pretty bad and it's lasted for six, well, I think it's been about seven days so far. I've been ill in bed for seven days. It's been a really long time and it's been horrible. But I'm finally starting to feel like I can, you know, do a bit more work again. My energy's coming back uh, in short bursts anyway. So I'm, you know, well enough to do at least one podcast today. So let's do that and we'll see how it goes. Well, anyway, thank you for coming to check out this podcast today. It's Saturday, so happy weekend, everyone. And that means it's a reaction episode. So today I've got some really funny and interesting posts about being cringy. Cringe, this word cringe. So this is going to be a useful episode, I hope, because I'm going to go through some vocabulary to teach you guys. And hopefully some of it will be new that you could take away. And then I'm going to look at some Reddit posts about cringing. So I'll explain what this means in just a second. If you do want to help cheer me up and make me happy uh, while I'm sick, then maybe you could consider joining my community. Join us at Level Up English. So if you head over to levelupenglish.school, there's a members button at the top of the page, or you can click the link in your podcast description. And you have the option to become a member over there. And if you do that, you get access to many different things, such as these podcast transcripts, so you can read the subtitles. I do a private podcast every Friday. We do regular group classes and many, many, many other courses to help improve your vocabulary, your speaking, your pronunciation, your writing, all that kind of stuff. So if that sounds good to you, once again, you can click on the link in the description and become a member today. Join my little global community of learners and also make me happy as I'm coughing my lungs up in bed. <laughs> but okay, let's get on with the topic. So as I said, we're going to be looking at cringy things today. This word cringe, usually this is a verb to cringe at something. And this is when you react at something strongly because you're embarrassed or disgusted. And very often it's secondhand embarrassment, which means you're seeing someone else do something embarrassing and your reaction is to cringe. So you kind of, usually you show your reaction with some facial expression, with some movement of your body, you kind of get smaller and more tense. So for example, if I watch two people on a date, you know, maybe it's a first date, it's a romantic 
date and it's it's really awkward. One person's trying to do all the work, asking questions. The other person is just not answering. They're not interested. And it's really, really awkward to watch. So I might go, oh, Oh, it feels so like it feels so icky. It feels so weird, and that kind of feeling is what we call cringe. So I could say, you know, it's a regular verb, past tense. I cringed at that date. I was cringing watching that date. Yeah. So as always, I encourage you guys to leave a comment on the show notes page and let me know what makes you cringe. I also mentioned before. Cringy, very simple change, just e on the end. This is a y, and it turns it into an adjective. If something is cringy, it makes you cringe. This word cringy is more informal, so it's not exactly a formal word. You probably wouldn't use it in writing, but it's fairly common to hear that. Oh, it's a cringy moment. If you want to be a bit more standard, I would say you could use the compound adjective. A little bit harder now. Cringe worthy, cringe worthy. That's a good one. So it's worthy of being cringe, cringy, something like that. So those two had a cringe worthy interaction. Their interaction was enough to make you cringe. Ugh, awkward. One more kind of related word here is the verb to recoil, recoil. And you might have come across this word before. We've got re, meaning again, and coil. So you might know in the military, in the army, you have this word recoil, which is where you shoot a gun and then your gun goes, and it kind of like pushes you upwards with that momentum. But this is the the noun recoil. If we use the verb, we put the stress on the second part, which is recoil, recoil. So hear that one more time. Noun then verb. Recoil, recoil. Can you try that yourself? So recoil has a few different meanings. We're not going to discuss all of them today, but the one we're discussing is the moving back from an awkward situation. It's very very similar to the word cringe. You know, recoil is to kind of jump back a bit. So when you see an awkward, embarrassing situation, you might recoil, like, like oh, I feel icky looking at that. Ugh, recoil. You recoil in disgust, for example. So to cringe and to recoil, these are both kind of good standard words that you can use. I would say recoil is more formal, though. So if you're writing a story or an academic paper, recoil might be a better one to use. Okay, the title of this first one on this Reddit post from Ask Reddit is "What is something you find really cringe?" Okay, and this is another use of the word cringe, by the way, because I said before cringe is normally a verb, right? But in a casual way, a kind of more slang kind of way, we can use it as a noun or an adjective as well. Like, oh, that's so cringe. Oh. That makes me feel cringe, right? Really, it's not an adjective. We shouldn't say that is cringe, but in a casual, relaxed way, we can say that it's cringe. So this is a common way, a common thing you'll hear, at least in the UK. I'm not sure about international English, but it's very common in British English. So what's something you find really cringe? 
And here's a pretty good example to illustrate what I'm saying. Someone replied and said, recording yourself crying on social media. Yeah, that's pretty cringe, I think. When you want to show that you're sad, so maybe you wait until you're crying or you kind of force yourself to cry and then you film yourself to show people how sad you are because you want to kind of prove your point in some argument. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a little bit cringe, isn't it? It's, I think, I guess the reason is people see through what you're doing. People know that you're recording now for a reason. They know why you're recording when you're crying. Um, and of course, the even more cringy thing is when people fake cry for their videos, but usually that's obvious. Oh, and here's a good one too. It's got 10,000 upvotes. And this is listening to my recorded voice. Mm. Does that make you cringe? If you ever record your voice and you listen back to it, how does that make you feel? I remember when I first started doing these podcasts, I would also cringe. Oh, I sound so horrible. In my head, I sound so deep and mature, but when I hear my voice back, I sound like a, I don't know, like a child or something. But now I've totally got used to it. It doesn't sound weird to me at all. I just hear my voice and it sounds like anyone else's voice. So if you do cringe at hearing your own voice, my best advice would be start a podcast or at least practice hearing it. I think if you hear your voice enough times, it will become normal just like anything else, right? If you do it enough times, you won't be embarrassed anymore. But yeah, I totally got that. In fact, I've got an interesting, well, a cringy, embarrassing memory from when I was younger, when in my like youth club, youth club or youth group in England, it's like usually like a kind of a club that teenagers and children go to, normally connected to a church community or something like that. I used to go to a youth club when I was a teenager and sometimes we would record videos and make movies about like things. I don't remember what, maybe maybe we were just having fun. I don't remember the purpose. And I was like, I believe I was wearing a dress and I was acting in it. I don't know what I was doing, but I just remember how traumatic it was because I watched it back one day and I could see myself from different angles, which was a surprise. Like, you know, you don't often see yourself from the side, but, you know, do you? Normally it's just face on. So seeing myself from different angles and hearing my voice made me cringe so much. And I think that really affected my self-confidence as a teenager because I kind of had a glimpse of how other people saw me and I felt it was very embarrassing. Although probably no one else really noticed. They didn't really care. It's just something that we see in ourselves, isn't it? But yeah, I saw that video and I, I recoiled quite badly. Ugh, don't like it. Okay, now here's another post that might have some longer stories to it, which might be, you know, juicier, which means more, more interesting and more, more, you know, fun to read. So this is titled, What is a cringe moment that you experienced in your life that still haunts you when you think about it? So we've all experienced that, haven't we, where we are, you know, trying to sleep late at night and we can't because these cringy memories from the past haunt us. They're going around our heads and they're not letting us sleep. We've all done things that make us feel cringe, haven't we? 
and they always come up at the worst possible times. Here's a really good example of what someone did, and I'll try to read uh, the gist of what they said. I won't read everything, but this person is explaining why they hate the queues in supermarkets, and one thing they hate is that the queues are always separate. There's not just one queue to pay; there's always multiple queues. So you're never sure which one to go in. It's like, is this one going to be quicker? Is this one going to be quicker? And this person said, "I was having a particularly bad day, and I chose a slow line in a grocery store. It was ridiculously slow, and I realised the problem: the cashier was taking his sweet time, swiping groceries through one at a time using only one hand. He didn't care." It was just some teenager that was maybe forced to work there by his parents. Finally, I'd had enough. I snapped, and I said, "This line is huge. Things would go a lot quicker if you used both hands." The two people in front of me turned and stared with looks of horror and disgust. And finally, the cashier, with a total blank look on his face, turned towards me as well. And this is when this person noticed that Kashia only had one arm; his left arm was amputated at the shoulder. Amputated means cut in a surgical, you know, medical way. So he only had one arm. So that was so embarrassing. And someone replied and said, "You win the whole thread. You win this post, basically." That was. An incredibly embarrassing story, and I imagine he still thinks of that every night. Whenever he's trying to sleep, he thinks about the time he accidentally offended a person with a disability. That's very cringy.、Oh, I feel so bad for him. I'm glad I haven't done anything quite that bad, but I don't know. If you have done something that bad, guys, let me know. I'd love to hear your stories.、Uh, I think it can be quite therapeutic to talk about them. Now, if you if you talk about your embarrassing moments and share them as a joke, it becomes less embarrassing, right? Do you agree? But yeah, that's very awkward. Now I'll tell you one from my childhood, one that I just thought of as we're talking, and even though I was fairly young, this one still makes me cringe today.、Um, I suppose as I've got older, it's got better, but basically. My family and I, with me, used to go camping quite a lot. We went on camping holidays. We had like a big tent with four you know, separate sleeping compartments. So it was a very big tent, and yeah, it was quite a nice. It wasn't glamping, you know, it wasn't glamorous camping, but it was a comfortable camping tent. And we would go around Cornwall, which is where I'm from. Uh, around the beach, the coastline, to these nice campsites, and one trip in particular, I don't. I guess how these usually work is you have you know, there's usually like a separate building with toilets and washroom facilities. So I think it was late at night. I was probably about ten, ten years old or something like that, and it was dark. I went out to brush my teeth. Or something, and I went back to my tent. But to my surprise, my family, who were just minutes earlier awake, lights on, talking, were now asleep. The whole tent was dark, and 
I heard snoring in the tent as well. And I I remember as if it were yesterday. I remember going in the tent and going, Mummy, Mummy, where are you? <laughs> and then I heard a voice, you know, awkwardly reply and said, I think you've got the wrong tent. I was like, oh no. Again, I was very young. So at the time I was so embarrassed, but in hindsight, you know, when I think about it now, it's probably not so embarrassing because I was a child and, you know, children do silly things like this, don't they? But I feel embarrassed just talking about it. And when I left the tent, I kind of left and I zipped up the tent and I looked and I realized these people had the exact same tent that my family had. It was almost, it was, you know, 10 meters from my tent and it was exactly the same, same color, same size, everything. So I don't think I could be blamed for mixing it up, but I felt really silly. I felt so stupid. And I went back to my tent with my family and I don't think I told them what happened because I was too embarrassed, but uh, that's that still hurts. What is it like? almost 20 years later, and it it still hurts. (laughs) The final Reddit post I've got here is one titled, How Do I Get Over Cringe Moments? And this is in the subreddit called Social Anxiety, which might be useful for some of you out there. How do I get over cringe moments? So to get over something is to overcome, to deal with something so that it's no longer a problem. So I don't think there'll be any funny stories anymore, but I think there could be some good advice here on how to get over these cringe moments, how to move beyond them, how to move past them. My advice, without even reading any of these, would be what I said before, and that's just talk about them. Tell them to your friends, your family, laugh about them, and what was once a cringe moment can become a funny story. You know, And I think that helps you have some power over it as well. Another person in the comments here recommends something called reframing. Reframing. Which basically just means thinking about something in a different way. So maybe you have an interaction with someone and you perceive it to be really awkward. You think, that was so awkward, Uh, I was so embarrassed about that. But if you reframe it, think about it differently, maybe the other person didn't feel the same way. Maybe they thought that you were charming or cute, or maybe they just thought you were quite friendly. Maybe they didn't even notice your awkwardness. So reframing it to see it from a different perspective can help, I'm sure. Another person has a really amazing tip here, which is try to remember how rarely you remember other people's cringe moments after more than a few minutes right? So if you do something embarrassing, you will remember it for your whole life, right? But if someone else does something embarrassing, then can you even think of any now? Like, can you think of any embarrassing things other people have done right now? Maybe you can with some time, but it's much harder. So I think this kind of shows that other people's embarrassment isn't really that interesting for us. Maybe it's funny in the moment, but we soon forget about it. You know, I remember one time that I fell over. You know, I slipped in maybe on some water in school, and I was very embarrassed. 
However, I don't remember a single specific time when a stranger has slipped or tripped on the floor because it's just not that interesting for me as long as they're okay, right? So I think that's another maybe a good piece of advice to end on there. When you're awake at night and you can't sleep because of these cringy moments, you can remember that no one really cares apart from you. So that should help, right? (laughs) Okay, I'll leave it there for that one today, but thank you for watching or listening so far. I'm going to just read out a few or two podcast reviews. I've had some amazing reviews recently while I've been sick. So thank you very much for leaving them. A simple one from Najla in Saudi Arabia, who just says, you are the best. I could never get bored of hearing that. Thank you. (laughs) I have another one here from Joe uh, or JWOAN2006 is their username. And they said, I'm so lucky to finally find an amazing podcast like your podcast. Thank you so much for your effort. I'm so happy you found me too, Joe. Thank you very much for the kind words. Hope you enjoyed this episode as well. Um, I've got a few more like Chinese reviews, which I think I will leave for next time. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you very much for watching or listening, whether you're on YouTube or you're on your podcast app. Appreciate you. Have a great week and I'll see you in the next one. Goodbye for now. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.